switching gears, talking to Emma Clues with our partnership with Great Rivers Greenway here at the Big 550 KTRS. She's on the phone right now to give us some more updates on what they've got going on. And she's also brought a friend, uh, Brian Phillips. He is a an urban planner with Washington University. And I want to get into this because I'm really interested. Julie, I'm an armchair architect, but, you know, cool. what I really wanted to be was a city planner. Yeah. Um, that's a Seinfeld reference. Mm-hmm. Brian, Emma, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Now, we're going to talk about how you can take Great Rivers Greenway and tie it in uh, to to make an economic impact on the areas that it goes through. But, Emma, before we get started with Brian, why don't you just give us another overview of what the Great Rivers Greenway is, where it's going, and what the plan is. Sure. So if you don't know already, Great Rivers Greenway is a regional public agency. We're connecting St. Louis City, St. Louis County, and St. Charles County with greenways. These are paved paths where you can walk, run, ride a bike, push a stroller, roll a wheelchair, get some fresh air. And the Brickline Greenway specifically is the city project. The idea is connecting Forest Park to the Gateway Arch National Park, Fairground Park to Tower Grove Park, and then a loop in the middle to connect all of the different destinations in between. So it's a huge public-private partnership and has a lot of potential to impact the city in many different ways. And when this is completed, is this going to be something where there's tunnels and bridges and everything so that there is no traffic stops anywhere, or are there little stop signs here and there? Uh, Or can we just get on a bike and just barrel through and not have to worry? (laughs) That's a great question. The idea of a greenway is that it is separate from car traffic in the sense that you're not in the street or in the lane with vehicles, but because you're navigating an urban you know, street grid, you're still going to be coming up to stoplights or having street crossings. So it won't be fully outside of traffic, but the path that you would be on while you're walking or riding a bike would be separate from cars. Yeah. So you guys have also enlisted the help of Brian Phillips, who's on the air with us now. Brian works for Washington University, um, and you're going to help them kind of figure out how to do this in a way that economically benefits the communities that it runs through. You work for WashU right now. Forest Park Southeast, I believe, is the the area that I'm thinking of. You're taking down a tower right now, aren't you? So BJC is taking down Queen Tower right now. But I, I specialize in working in the communities that surround the, the medical center, like Forest Park Southeast, the Central West End, and we're, we're currently working in some of the neighborhoods along the, the Del Mar corridor between Vandevender and the city limits. Yeah. And so I've, I've heard stories where if you just planted a little bit more trees, all of a sudden property values go up. So there is a huge impact of parks and greenways such as the Great yeah. Rivers Greenway going through neighborhoods. How are you going to kind of lend your expertise to this project to say we've got one of these going through town but maybe if we turn it here left we can help out you know this neighborhood so uh, you know i was i was one of uh, several community and economic development um, representatives from across the city that spent the last eight months or so looking at various national models out there around equitable economic development that might uh, provide us with a clue for tools that we might use here in St. Louis. But I think it, it first starts with um, really figuring out a way to how to engage the communities around the Greenway, 
um, as you say, the, the Greenway itself is going to be a tremendous investment. The brick line is going to pass through, I think, around 20 or 22 neighborhoods throughout the city. And some of those neighborhoods, in those neighborhoods are in all stages of, of, of redevelopment and revitalization. And I think where the greatest opportunities are going to be in those neighborhoods that have been historically um, underinvested in. And this provides a great opportunity to kind of start with the community to decide on which tools are going to help them. So, um, for instance, if you think about the, the North Grand Corridor uh, where the Greenway will traverse between uh, Midtown and Fairgrounds Park, you know, it, it contains, you know, a, a pretty underutilized commercial district, but a commercial district that is very important to the local neighborhood residents. And so what the Greenway could be is a catalyst to not only enhance that sense of place and celebrate what it is, but but gives us an opportunity to work with the community as to uh, what it's going to, what it should and, and look like and be functioning. So how do you uh, get new business starts um, and target local uh, neighborhood residents? How do you work with local neighborhood residents so that they don't fear gentrification? So you uh, develop a, a, a set of suites of what, what I would call stay-in-place programs, which is a national model that we looked at out of Detroit, uh, which helps you know existing residents stay in their, their communities as their, as their communities rise. So what kind of things would, would come out of this? What would you expect, like small businesses, mobile businesses, uh, larger scale businesses, or, or what are you expecting to come out of this project? I, I think a number of things, and, and, you know, based on a community vision for their neighborhood. So, for instance, if you want to think about the, the commercial enterprises that are currently along the Greenway. You know, St. Louis is full of neighborhoods with underutilized uh, commercial districts from, you know, frankly, we used to have 800,000 people or 900,000 people living in the city, and now we have about 300,000. And so how do you restart those commercial districts in a sensitive manner? So I would see things like uh, small business incubators, where local neighborhood residents could test out their own business opportunities that are coupled with support programs. There are wonderful programs like that that are running out of Midtown Detroit, which is an which is an area uh, just outside of downtown Detroit that 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 feels and looks similar to a lot of um, St. Louis neighborhoods that have um, fallen a little bit on, on hard times. I see um, an opportunity to attract new businesses from outside of the community that the community targets and they, they want. We have a, a, a lot of com- underutilized or vacant commercial spaces that can be reactivated. I see, you know, all types of partnerships coming together from the city standing up, hopefully new programming around how to jumpstart some of the real estate development projects, but also how do you, um, like I referred to earlier, how do you also support those current residents in um, that are living near the Greenway and living in those communities, you know, get their houses fixed and, and be a part of the wealth generation. You know, one of our biggest wealth generations in America is our home ownership. And so making it so that people can hold on to their homes or become new homeowners is, is also, I think, an opportunity for this. So it's not just I don't think we'll just see new businesses come up or we'll see new vendors. That'll be great. But we really want to see neighborhoods flourish um, around this. Yeah, and you look at roadways where cars go up and down and just look at Route 66 and there's always, you know, classically where uh, hotels and motels and, and attractions and everything 
that popped up restaurants and you know whatever that popped up along that route. Is it the same with with a Great Rivers Greenway kind of thing that that is for bikes and strollers and pedestrians that things will pop up around them? I think I think there will be, you know, the the actual capital investment of building a, the physical greenway will be something that's really exciting and create a new piece of infrastructure that allow people um, to give them a new transit option, you know, be it walking uh, or, or biking uh, along there. And that naturally attracts additional investment. I think what we want to always keep in mind is that we want to make sure that the investment that gets attracted to these various neighborhoods are appropriate for those communities and something desired by those communities. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. And I'll, I'll just add, too, that we've seen that here in Missouri with the Katy Trail as well. Um, if you look at some of those communities throughout the state, they have seen great economic success and, and strengthening, especially with industry leaving with the opportunity for what they call trail-oriented development, you know, Airbnbs or, of course. Um, you know, bed and breakfast, things like that along the way. And so looking at some of the peers in the other cities as well, we have, they have seen return on investment for city building projects like this one. Um, but to exactly Brian's point, let's make sure we do that in a thoughtful way and, and learn from both their successes and their challenges. Yeah. Where, where can people go, Emma, to find out more about Great Rivers Greenway? Yeah, this project specifically, you can check out bricklinegreenway.org, O-R-G. It's part of our overall website, which is greatriversgreenway.org. Okay, and Emma, I'll tell you personally that, that we did an uh, Airbnb in Augusta and rode the Katy Trail and did, you know, exactly fun. eight off of the Katy Trail and, and did exactly what you're talking about. You know, when you provide something like that, people use it and use it for more than just walking sometimes. Yeah. So. Uh, great to have you guys as a partnership with the Big 550 KTRS, Great Rivers Greenway, Emma Clues, and Brian Phillips with Washington University. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Take care. Thanks.